What would you miss during the zombie apocalypse? Sure, you'd miss your friends and family who went gray, but on a smaller scale, say bye-bye to pizza. You're listening to Podcast Detected. Now, run. Hello, listeners. This is Podcast Detected, and we are back. Woo! Yay! And uh, there are some new voices. First of all, the new voice you heard in our intro was the wonderful Aaron, who is going to join our team as well. But today with me, I have the wonderful Danielle. Welcome. Thank you. Hi, uh, everybody. Danielle, you replied to our casting call. So before we start with the episode, it's, a, it's an exciting episode. Uh, why don't you introduce yourself a little bit so our listeners know who you are? Okay. Uh, my name is Danielle. I have been running with Zombies Run since 2012. Uh, I have recently moved to the Netherlands, so I am in the same time zone as Liz. Uh, and I mostly sort of display my fandom via crafts and cosplay. Nice. <laughs> the two things I'm very bad at. <laughs> Well, I'm terrible at writing, so I kind of feel like it balances out. I I am I think I'm not terrible at writing, but I'm like super self-conscious. So it has to be perfect before I share it with somebody. So it usually takes me ages if I write something. But yeah. I did I did write some zombies run fanfic, and the reception was mostly good. So yay! Yay! Uh, today, we are not talking about the topic that we would be talking about. It's because we had such a long break and nobody really remembers the topic that we were supposed to talk about. I had to actually look it up. <laughs> so instead, we are doing some kind of Zombies Run fandom update because we've missed a lot. Zombies Run catch up. Zombies Run catch up. Zombies catch up. No, that's bad. Runners catch up. Runners catch up, okay. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, when collecting stuff that we could talk about in this episode, we realized that today, February the 27th, is Zombies Run's birthday. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it launched February 27th, 2012. This is exciting. It's been it's been five years already. That's that's amazing. How how far was the game when you started using it? Uh, I started in around July of twenty seven. Uh, sorry, of twenty twelve. So season one was out when I first started, and then the five k app came out fairly soon after that which I went and got an iPhone specially so that I could play it because it only came out on iOS. Oh, yeah, I yeah. remember. So and if the, I... the first season, they launched all of it at the same time, so mm. you didn't have to wait for other episodes, so that was cool. Um, so I have got to play most of Zombies Run sort of in real time as it comes out. Uh, <laughs> I I think I started in summer or fall of 2012 as well mm -hmm. and I remember I I read a tweet about it uh, and I started doing some research 
but I I had an I had an an iPhone and an iTunes account, but I did not have uh, money on it because I used to only buy like or, or get the the free free apps, and I never I didn't want to pay for apps. But then I I I found out about Zombies Run, and I remember walking to the next store, which was quite far away at that time, to get an <laughs> iTunes card. Because they don't have that at all stores, so I needed to get to the special store. And then I walked all the way back so I could I could play it the next day. And I never looked back. <laughs> I remember the first run that I did, uh, because in Australia, uh, July is in winter. So oh. I was walking to the store and I was like, oh, I'll put this zombies run thing on as I walked to the store. And... Uh, I didn't have zombie chases on. So I was like, you know, I can just sort of chill and it'll be fine. And so I was carrying groceries and then there's the bit at the end of the first episode where like, Alice is right behind you, you have to run fast. And so I did. Like, I'm in my winter coat and I'm in, like, these Doc Martens that go up to my knees and I just was running down the street carrying groceries and a pot plant. <laughs> How? Was, yeah. Yeah, that was, like, it's foreshadowing. Like, Thumbs up. I I remember it was like the same for me because I switched off the zombie chases. I I did not know how to run at that time. I was I thought I'm going to walk, and so I switched off the zombie chases. But then there's the part with the um, where Alice chases you, and I did not understand that this is just the story <laughs> element. I thought. Oh, oh no, I thought I switched off the zombie chases, but I guess I didn't, and now I have to run, or I failed the mission. And I ran like the devil was behind me. <laughs> and it was like, I ran not only during the, during the sound file, but during the whole next song, and then the next sound file. So for like 10 minutes, I was running as fast as I could. I thought I was going to pass out afterwards. <laughs> I did not really understand how this game works back then. Me, my Naomi Alderman's just sort of sitting in her room where she types, just like giggling to herself. Like, ah, feel the feels. <laughs> uh, um, so on the Zombies Run blog, they say um, that people, I hope people did by now, send in uh, audio files where they can talk about voice recordings where they can talk what Zombies Run means to them and how important it is to them. And uh, I must admit, for a second, I was like, oh, I should do that. But then I realized, we have a podcast. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can, people can kind of guess that we like the game. I don't know. It's like 40-plus episodes now of, like, this is why we love Zombies Run. Yeah, like, and so this is... Condensed that down into, like, a five-minute file and put that on yeah well that would be too much work because we have a huge back catalog of episodes so if you're just joining us now dear listeners we've been on for quite a while so you can scroll through our old episodes don't be too harsh we're not professional podcasters so we we figured it out as, as we went along with it uh it's a post apocalypse. You just you have to hold things together with duct tape, and if it works, you breathe out slowly and move on. True. So happy birthday, Zombies Run! Next thing, there is going to be 
another season of Zombies Run. And Yay! it's going to be it's going to be here pretty soon. Do we have an official date yet? Not that I know of, no. I'm I think they might start in April, that's what they usually did. Mm-hmm. Like March and April, I I remember. Further clarification pending. Yeah, we we don't we don't know yet, but we will surely see it on their blog. Mm. I guess they usually want to wait until it's a bit warmer outside. Yeah, and I mean, where I live, it has like seventeen degrees now, so it's very nice. But not all places are as nice. So, no, my window is currently being splattered by rain and possibly hail. Oh no! <laughs> this is oh, why no. uh, my boyfriend, who has recently started Zombies Run in like this summer, just gone. And he listened to it on his uh, bike rides to and from work. He hasn't listened to it in a few weeks now because the weather has just been so terrible. Uh, yeah, I heard there's um, Storm Doris. That mm. its name is like doing terrible things to the north of Europe. I'm very sorry for you guys. <laughs> yeah. Well, on the other hand, the Netherlands is incredibly flat. So once the weather is good, then biking will be really, really easy. Season six. Uh, do we know? Is it going to be the last season? I, I um, think it might what, be, right? I don't know. From what I think Adrian and Naomi have said, they're like, we're going to keep on doing this as long as it keeps on being popular. So I don't think they are planning to close it down, but I suppose we'll hear more about that kind of closer to the time of season six coming out i mean i don't mind (laughs) keep them coming yeah please please keep going because otherwise i will have literally no reason to leave the house oh that's terrible (laughs) (laughs) uh there has also been a uh, kickstarter for a board game yeah I, I signed up, like, as soon as it came out. Like, they made the announcement, oh, we're going to do this Kickstarter campaign. I'm like, how do I give you my money? But, uh, yeah, because Kickstarter worked really well for them the first time. So they did this campaign. Uh, it's going to be a board game that has an app integration with the phone. So you are working together to beat the game. It's cooperative rather than, like, competing against one another. And oh, I the, like that. Yeah, and the app on the phone will tell you uh, when zombies get closer to you or when new zombies turn up, and then you use cards provided to you in the game uh, to defeat the zombies, and certain zombies require certain cards uh, in order to be killed, and so you've got the radio operator who sort of dishes out the cards, and you've got the runners who have the cards and can use them in conjunction with each other to kill the zombies. And then if the zombies catch you, then maybe you've been bitten and maybe you die. And then as the game goes on, there are sort of decisions that need to be made where, okay, there's a person who's like trapped in a car that has a zombie near it. Do you help them and like potentially get additional supplies, which will help you out later? Or do you just leave them to their fate? And there are a lot of elements that sort of go together in the game, which sounds really cool it seems like one of these games that has like this ongoing storyline like something like pandemic legacy or like a D game where you kind of get together with the same group of people over and over again and uh like continue the storyline 
But it sounds amazing. Yeah. And of course, it's uh, like fully voiced at the moment. Like they've oh. done a couple of play tests, and they've got like the the Siri voice on the phone, where you've got like this robotic voice going, "God, oh God, they're right behind us. Please help." But they are going to have the actual actors be doing the voices and <laughs> um, like all the interactivity that you would, you know, expect from a zombie run game. Do they have the same uh, voice actors? Uh, from what I understand, there will be returning voices, but I don't think there's going to be many returning characters as such, because it would kind of intersect with the actual like, Zombies Run continuity, and uh. things could get a little bit weird. But so it's like a, a kind of tabletop-ish game. Yeah, it's like... Uh, if you're playing a slightly more structured D&D type game, but uh, like the Dungeon Master has this little sort of app on their phone that says, and suddenly the orcs appear. And it's like, okay, now we have to deal with this. Like, board game enthusiasts um, might know of some of the board games that like way back in the way back, you used to put on a VCR tape and you would play the game, and at certain yeah. points there would be like a person who pops up on the screen and just like messes everything up. It's like the player sitting further to the left, like move back five spaces or whatever. Wasn't and there like a clue game like that? Yeah, there was like a clue game like that. There was uh, a whole series of them called Atmosphere, but like fear spelt as in fears and you're afraid of something. Ooh. Um, which like. They ran for a long time. I think there was even DVD versions of that. Um, so they, they were a big thing for this sort of period of time back in, like, the 80s. Um, but it seems like it's going to run in a similar sort of fashion to that. But because it's an app, there can be, like, all these different branching options and more kind of interactivity. Because how much material do you really get on one VHS? Yeah. And like once you've seen the VHS, that's just what it is, and it's going to be the same every time. What else is on the list? Oh, there is uh, going to be a meetup yes. for the virtual race. You're doing the virtual race, you said? I am doing the virtual race. Uh, it's going to be the, what, fourth virtual race, I believe? I think, yeah. Uh, and it's going to be my boyfriend's first virtual race. Oh. Uh, so there's going to be a London meetup, as is tradition now. Um, the current suggested dates are either the 8th of April or the 15th of April. Uh, at the moment, 8th of April is the favoured date, but if that updates, then we'll let you know. Uh, and it'll be at 10am in Hyde Park at the Serpentine Bar and Kitchen. And then, so how does this work? You're going to meet there and then just run together? Yeah, all right. uh, everyone meets at 10 at this one particular cafe. Uh, then everybody begins their virtual race at 10.15 and follows whatever route that they want. Like maybe you've planned it out beforehand, maybe you just like run up and down. And then once you're done, uh, everyone meets back at this bar uh, and there is the ceremonial opening of the race packets. Uh, normally there will be somebody there to kind of look after everybody's bags, but uh, I don't think anybody has volunteered for that duty as yet. <laughs> so if you are not doing the virtual race and you just want to go and like hang out with a bunch of Zombies Run nerds, 
you could be the bagminder and make sure that nobody's stuff gets stolen. I wish I could go. I really do. I'm not doing the virtual race this year, but I would. I mean, I would volunteer to watch the bags. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I'm not. No matter which date it's going to be, I'm not gonna be able to make it because I'm. I'm going to be in London actually, uh, from the 12th to the 15th of April. But my flight back is around noon, ah. so. You know, I don't want to be late. Yeah. And Gatwick is not as central as an airport can be, so... Yeah, it's a a little bit of a trek. But speaking of that, like I said, I'm going to be in London from the 12th to the 15th. And uh, we are trying to organize a meetup. Like just a very easy going to a bar, having some beers kind of thing and uh, at the moment so I would have preferred the 14s but uh, a lot of people prefer the 12s so I think it's going to be the 12s for now if you are interested in meeting other Zombies Run fans and uh, if you want to hang out with us then you can either look up on Facebook in the unofficial Zombies Run group. We talked about it here or on RuffleNet. I made a post on RuffleNet. It's called April London Meetup? And uh, yeah, in that you can just comment and tell us when you want to come and if you want to come. And I would love to meet a few people and hang out with you. I only have three days in London, so that would be great if a few of you could make it. Are you going to be in London as well? I am not. I am sadly not going to be able to make it over to London mm-hmm. or over to the UK until probably October this year, which is a shame because I really miss being able to go to meetups and things. But yeah, the Netherlands is just a tiny bit too far away from London. Well, Austria is further away. <laughs> But I get it. I get it. Yeah. That's, um... If people start buying crochet from me, I will have extra money, and then I'll be able to take trips. But at the moment, no. I'm I'm just really really lucky that one of the very cheap airlines is coming to my local airport. So, like, flying to London and back was like a hundred and ten euros or something. Nice. Yeah, it's very nice. So. If I had to go like with British Airways or another fancy airline, it would be way too expensive for me to go. So, uh, next up, uh, book club. Mm-hmm. So the Zombies Run book came out, which is a thing. Um, which, for people who don't know, it's a uh, Ministry of Recovery document, and sort of is set inside the Zombies Run universe. Um, sort of uh, giving people tips and ideas and stuff about fitness and eating well and community building and that sort of thing within a zombie apocalypse setting. Kind of with the intent of people can take sort of the exercises and the recipes and stuff and use them in real life, but it's all written as if it were part of you know, an actual document inside the Zombies Run world. 
And then on Goodreads, uh, the Goodreads group still exists, and you can still go and comment and look at all the things. Uh, but there was a book club where every week there would be a post about uh, each chapter of the book. And people would talk about, you know, well, what are your survival plans for the zombie apocalypse? How would you, you know, secure your home? Or what do you think of these recipes? Or what exercise regime would you have? And yeah, it was nice. And uh, you can still get the book, I guess, on Amazon? Uh, you can get the book on Amazon. I believe you can also get it from the Zombies Run like store. Uh, oh, yeah. Because there was a limited run of signed copies. Um, I think they still have some of those available. Uh, and you can get it on Amazon and uh, places like, you know, the Book Depository and... Um, uh, what's that place called? I guess if you live in the UK, you can like pretty much get it in a bookstore. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, you probably won't be able to get it here, but... <laughs> yeah, any sort of place that imports books from other countries and sells them to your country is probably a good bet. I did get um, Naomi Alderman's Disobedience here in the bookstore. It was oh. just standing there. I didn't even have to order it. That was kind of cool. I did not expect that. Oh, does that count as Zombies Run Views? The fact that Disobedience is being made into a movie? I think we can talk about it. Awesome. So, yeah. Naomi Alderman's novel, Disobedience, uh, is being made into a movie, uh, sort of produced by and starring Rachel Weiss. Which is amazing. Yeah. And uh, if you want to know more about that, you should definitely, even if you don't want to know more about it, you should definitely listen to The Cultures. Because every now and then, Naomi Alderman, on the cultures, she talks about like, the movie and the process of how they make the movie. And uh, I'm very excited. It's a, it's a very interesting book. Uh, yeah, I read it. And I'm not... Honestly, I think... I'm not sure if everybody will like get it the book as such because I, I mean I think there's a lot of like foreign words about uh, orthodox Judaism and stuff so uh, I, I don't know maybe this will scare a lot of people off yeah I think it's one of those things where you kind of have to accept that maybe it's not for you like it's not going to be there holding your hand and being like and this exactly. is what being an orthodox Jew is about it's just like exactly. no, this, this is who these people are and this is what their world is like and they're not here to sort of show you and explain to you all about Judaism they're just going to live their lives and it's not it, it doesn't there's never a part where there's like a footnote and Naomi explains what this word means, what that word means. If you can read Watership Down and deal with all of like the matey uppy language in that, then you can deal with like a real world religion and a real world language. Like, come on. Yeah, yeah, true. And uh, I'm yeah, I'm very excited. I like Rachel Weisz a lot, uh, so I really hope that the movie is going to be great. So if you can, go and buy Disobedience now so you can tell everybody that you've read it before it became a big news and a big movie and so you've known it before and you're cool. Yeah, have like the book cred <laughs> where you have the copy of the book that doesn't have the sticker now a major motion picture on it. Yes! 
And I'm like, I'm so gonna take this book with me whenever I go like anywhere near the UK, just on a slight chance that I might meet Naomi Alderman so <laughs> she can sign it for me. Yeah, I I carry around my little um, notebook, like you know the notebook that you get in the uh, supply pack. That's ah. the little like runner's logbook because I have a couple of signatures in that, so I just carry that around with me everywhere, just on the off chance that it's like, oh. If Von Hartman is here, I can get her to sign my book. I wish I had the disobedience novel when I went to the V&A event. Oh, yeah. Because, like, she was right there, and I talked to her, and I was like, I could have asked her for an autograph, but no, I didn't. That was so much fun, though. It was great. <laughs> I was one of the uh, volunteer fives. Oh, you were. Listeners, if you want to know more about the V&A event, we did a special episode about that, uh, Zalia and I did. Uh, like right after the event, we sat down and talked about it, and I'm going to put a link in the description so you can listen to the episode. If you are newer to the fandom and you don't know about the V&A event yet. Continuity. Is there anything else we should talk about fandom-related? Uh, check out Rufflenet. If yes. you, if you uh, do one virtual race, the RuffleNet account is included in that, so you will be able to access RuffleNet. Uh, if you don't want to do the virtual race, you can always apply for membership. I think it's like five pounds or something. Like uh, you have to, you have I to pay. Don't actually, know. There are other places you can go as well. There's the Facebook group. It's a very um, like very busy group. There's always new stuff. Uh, you will find a lot of people from all over the place. It's way bigger than I think the, the Tumblr fandom is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Tumblr tag tends to go a wee bit quiet, kind of, in between seasons. But yeah. There's still a kind of steady trickle of fan art and fic and that kind of thing and then as soon as the uh, season comes back online people are just like headcanons, fanfic, all of the things yeah I think well, the Tumblr fandom is more interested in the story and the characters and also um, you know making art transformative art and, and those things the Facebook group is more focused on the fitness and workout aspect of the game. They stay more about like running and, and oh, which shoes do you recommend and, and stuff like that. So I guess it's it's easier to, to... I mean, you can talk about running all the time, but you can only talk about, oh, that new character when the character appears. So I, I guess that's why the Tumblr fandom tends to get quiet mid-season and the off-season. Next episode, we will do the episode that we were supposed to do this time. It's going to be all about season one, the the birth season of Zombies Run. It's been five years now. Can you believe it? All those five-year-old curly-whirlies and jars of Marmite. Mm. 
I, Sam I would still eat them. You know that Sam would still eat them. Yeah, I mean, I get the curly rollies. I don't get the marmite, though. Marmite rests in the uncanny valley for me because, like, I'm Australian. I eat Vegemite. And so marmite is... Well, it's just similar enough that the differences are really, really apparent to somebody who's used to Vegemite. And so rather than being just, like, a new taste, it's like, it's almost the same taste, but it's wrong. Oh, no. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's a very strange sensation. I, I tried Marmite once, and it was not a good experience. <laughs> Did somebody do that horrible thing to you where they just hand you a jar of Marmite and then you know, you treat it like peanut butter because you don't suspect. No, no, I didn't know what it was. <laughs> also, I don't like peanut butter, so... <laughs> I, I so, think I like peanut butter a bit more than I like Marmite. I, yeah. If you have never had Marmite or Vegemite, you need to treat it like wasabi. Like you just scrape a very thin amount of it across the top of your toast which, like, preferably you have smothered it in butter beforehand, and then you just have this, like, incredibly thin scraping, and then it's just kind of, like, a taste rather than this horrific burning sensation all through your taste buds. But that's a lot of work just to enjoy <laughs> something. It's a delicacy. It's like eating blowfish. I don't want to eat blowfish either, <laughs> because it can kill you. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think Marmite can kill you, but... I hope not. <laughs> so anyways, it's going to be about season one. So if you have any thoughts, feelings, ideas, things you want to say about uh, season one, you can contact us. And also, uh, we would like to play a game. Uh, Lily and I talked about this recently. It would be fun to play a game where you have 60 seconds, and in 60 seconds, please summarize season one for us in as many details as you can. Because, because season one is not a very long season, especially compared to season two uh, and season three. But it's still, I mean... You, I guess you could summarize it in 60 seconds, but we want as many details as you can possibly fit in there. Is so challenge you... mode like the just a minute rules where you're not allowed to hesitate, repeat, or whatever the other thing is? Oh, you can do that, but I mean, if you say <laughs> the same, the same information twice, it only counts once. I mean, you can spend all your 60 seconds talking about how wonderful Sarah Smith is, but it's only just one point. <laughs> I guess two, because it's Sarah Smith. But, yeah, Sarah uh, Smith has extra points just by virtue of being Sarah Smith. True. So if you feel up to the challenge, uh, go for it and send us your 60-second season one summaries. That's a lot of S, S's in it. Uh, we will try it as well. <laughs> And then let's see who who uh, who is the best. And don't just speed up your recording. We will we will know that you did that. So also don't prepare anything. Don't read anything off. We just want it, you know, to come naturally. This is going to be entertaining. Oh yeah, I hope it is. <laughs> I hope it is. Uh, so that's it for our 
welcome back episode. Danielle, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. We hope to hear more from you in the future. <laughs> I'm very excited to introduce all the new hosts to our listeners. You invited us in now like vampires. You can't get rid of us. Oh no, I don't want to. I don't want to. <laughs> That's fine. I want to I want the podcast to keep going. But I also want to, you know, sleep. <laughs> so I'm I'm very glad that you are all here. So uh that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, in the end of the episode, uh, is there something you want to recommend? Uh, something that you enjoy doing or listening to or something you've been reading that you think other people should check out? There is a podcast that I've been listening to, uh, which is called God's Fall. Okay. Which is a bunch of people playing Dungeons and Dragons. And it's kind of edited together with sound effects and like proper editing and stuff to make it sound like a radio drama. And it is ridiculous and silly. And uh, I am about 20 episodes in. And um, there has been a dragon turtle and uh, an arranged marriage with the queen. And it is wonderful and ridiculous, and I think people would enjoy it. What's what's the name again? God's Fall. God's Fall. All in yes. one word? Yeah. As in, there are gods, and they have fallen over. Ah, I see. I see. Um, okay, if you recommend a Dungeons & Dragons podcast, maybe I should do the same. If you like God's Fall... You might also like The Adventure Zone. It's also a Dungeons and Dragons podcast with the McElroy brothers and their dad. It's a very good podcast, so if you like Dungeons and Dragons podcasts, check out God's Fall and check out The Adventure Zone. Awesome. Okay, uh, that's that's it for this episode you can as always subscribe to us on plenty of social media and stuff that's all going to be in the credits uh and from now on we are going to be back every second week yay yay and uh yeah send us your season one stuff and stay safe out there stay safe yay we did it <laughs> Podcast Detected is a fan project brought to you by way too many people in a Comshack. Zombies Run belongs to Six to Start. The music you heard on today's episode is Rich Groove by Jason Kessler. For more information on the podcast and frequent updates or to get in touch with us, follow us on Tumblr, Twitter and Facebook. Just search for Podcast Detected. Or you can send us an email to way too many people in a comshack at gmail.com. No runners were harmed during the making of this episode. We promise. You are going to hear from a new project uh, that is most likely. Oh, I see you just followed our Facebook page. <laughs> you did. Thank you so much. <laughs> I feel very honored.